What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the 10 After 7 podcast on YouTube, episode 30. I'm Michael Cody Stevenson, and today I'm joined by my good friend, Devin Raw. I think it's his fourth or fifth time on here, and it looks like he's coming straight out of a cave. What's up, dude? I was going to say, dude, this, I mean, I look fantastic, but it does look like a complete dark background, but I'm kind of digging. Is the internet connection a little better than the front room? Fortunately, I have a a Call of Duty addict as a roommate. So yeah, we got into it last week when I came over there about how obsessed those guys are with Warzone and they're nerds. Dude, if you're you're above the age of twenty five and all you talk about is when are we drop next, like you're a loser. Dude. Yeah, and I mean, also though, have you? You're cutting out, dude. You were just perfect when we when we did this. Unbelievable, dude. You're literally frozen on my screen. Are you frozen? You're legit frozen with your eyes closed. This is terrible. What did you say? You're legit. Oh, now, you're, now you're freezing. Am I? Yeah. Yeah, for me. Oh, my God, dude. You'd think by August now in 2020, the year it's been, that we could figure out Zoom. Well, I have figured out Zoom. I just probably need to get off Spectrum. Oh, Spectrum? I have Spectrum too. Anyways, on today's podcast, we're going to talk about the NBA. The NBA playoffs started this week. It's got a March Madness feel to it because we got games starting at 10 a.m. Going through the night. Should we start backwards or should we start today, tonight? Obviously, the Lakers blowing out Portland Trailblazers in game two after losing game one. Let's start there. AD actually went off. I saw Caldwell Pope actually made a shot for the first time in his life. J.R. Smith got run, and LeBron only scored 10 points, and the Lakers still whooped that ass by 20 points, I think, 20-plus points. It was a complete blow. Wait, are you saying you were surprised by this? Uh, I was surprised by Caldwell Pope making a shot. Well, yeah, I guess. So. But we could go. We could go back. Were you surprised at all? And did you think Laker fans <clears throat> should have started to panic after that game one loss? It's Laker fans, dude. By the way, by the way, congratulations for making it through. I actually just saw a tweet. Uh, this is your guys' first playoff win since 2012. So how did how did you make it eight years? Which is that you think yeah, about right. it though. Think about it. That does seem like forever because you know the Lakers only missed the playoffs two times since Jerry Buss owned the team. I mean, that's insane. But I saw the tweet. Kobe dropped like 30-something versus KB, Westbrook, and Harden. That was the last win? That was the last time the Lakers – that was the last time the Lakers have won a playoff. Yeah, I mean, it so seems I'm, like I'm years ago. Okay. I can't believe you made it eight years. But Those... no, so, this, so as far as this series goes, um, I mean, I'm not surprised at all. You guys have AD and LeBron. You have two of the top five players. I don't understand the first year in the first game. Why the hell did you guys not just put AD down low and have him go to work? That's exactly what I was saying, dude. He spent that. he spent way too much time on the perimeter. I have no idea why. Why do you have the best low post player in the game and he's standing by the three point line? Not to mention late in that game when they could have still won. When you have two of their bigs were in foul trouble. So put him down on the block and draw a foul, and then who's going to be guarding AD? I didn't get that. I don't know why he was doing it. I don't know if it was because literally Danny Green couldn't. Danny Green couldn't hit a shot. What? It has to be coaching. 
I don't even know. I, I thought they were just trying to make up by shooting threes because Danny Green wasn't doing anything. Caldwell Pope, I think, scored one point. Overall, they went five of 32 in that game. No, I mean, yeah, I, I see that. But also, granted, I texted um, a uh, Damian Lillard gift to every Laker fan um, I knew the other night and got probably the most upset person was Bucky by far. Which gift was, was it? I think he just responded, fuck you. What gift was it? What? Oh, it was the gif of the Damian Lillard dancing. Did I not send it to you? No, I was sending everyone the baby, oh, the baby I, dame. I think I thought it was a, your clipper year, so I didn't think to send it to you. But anyways, so I uh, sent it to all the Laker fans. But at the end of the day, like, are the Blazers like a cool team that people like? 100%. Do they have two guards who are fucking amazing? Yes. They're not that good of a team. Like, yeah, they can get hot, but like, okay, this is actually a question I for you and i was wondering this tonight you have what's is this gary trent yeah duke gary trent jr he's guarding lebron why are you not isoing and having him just go to work every possession that just doesn't make sense to me well lebron in his past historically lebron in game ones fills out the situation like he's never been really except i think 2017 finals he's never lost a game yeah, but he, he tries to see, and I think he tries to get other people involved. And I think he knew coming in that the Lakers supporting cast, probably not what a lot of people expected. I mean, Avery Bradley opted out, Rondo's out, and they had to pick up Dion Waiters and J.R. Smith, who I think probably should get run because they can knock down shots because at this point, Danny Green and Caldwell Pope can't. So he felt it out. I mean, he had a 2015-15 game, and they couldn't win. Because look at the Blazers. The Blazers knock them down. He always has that stat line, though. Uh, not 2015-15. And LeBron, I mean, let's face it, he could have gone for 30-plus and they could have won. He was being passive. This is my thing. I'm always trolling Laker fans, like, saying, like, oh, this is going to be rough for you guys. At the end of the day, uh, I don't know about Caldwell Pope, but at the end of the day, uh, Danny Green isn't going to be this cold. He's not going to continue missing wide-open threes. You saw him in the playoffs last year. He's cold right now. End of the day, dude, they are so much better than the Blazers. But my problem with this Laker team, and you, you worked in that, right? So you didn't watch the game? I, well, I, it was on in the background. So they they blew – obviously, it was never a game. They were just completely blowing out the Blazers, which they should. They should, they should have swept the Blazers. The, the problem I have is they're not going to win a championship they're That's what I'm saying. You could get away with you could you could yeah you could you could get away with not making shots against a Portland team who let's face it they had to win and they barely won those games to get into the plan. I mean they beat the Nets barely. No, and, and everyone was talking about like oh look at how hot the Blazers are, but dude, you realize they were playing for their life every game, and they like you were saying they barely won every game. Yeah, against teams that were also fighting for their lives. Exactly. So at the end of the day, the Lakers are obviously going to easily surpass the Blazers. But my takeaway from at least watching these last two games is, to, granted, the Clippers lost to the Mavs. I didn't really watch much of last game. That's whatever. In my opinion, in general, this bubble is like, it, it's, I don't even know how to judge it. Like, I feel like I, I, I have it on. First of all, person who hated the bubble at first, it is so sick, especially working from home now to be having playoff basketball from 10 a.m. to 9 or 9 p.m. Like, literally all day is awesome. I think that concept is sick. But it's, dude, I can't get over the fact they're playing in an open gym, dude. It's not real NBA basketball. 
I think the uh, you're seeing a lot of these guys play to their full potential, though. I, it has to do with the crowd. They always have said in the history of the league that road uh, role players play better when they're at home as opposed to the road. So okay, that's so one. The, so what's up with the Lakers role players? Then? <laughs> I don't think they have good enough role players. We can talk about this back and forth. Like tonight, we talked about AD at the beginning. Tonight he had 21 in the first half and 16 of those beast, Yeah, six, 16 of those were in the paint. It's going to have to come to LeBron and AD are going to have to play out of this world. Like next yeah, round, yeah. next round, I even think next round against Houston, uh, I mean Houston could score. They're toying I with mean, OKC. But when you get into the Clipper series, that's when they do have a LeBron stopper. See. They can throw Paul George. That's when it's going to get interesting. But for now, exactly. I think game 1 it was a wash. They lost. I, if Portland was going to win anything, they were going to get one, maybe two. And I didn't think they should have panicked. And the Lakers, obviously, they everyone's been talking about it. They have a switch, and they flipped it in game two. How how yeah, they do think, going forward, I don't know. No, at the end, I, going forward, I really don't see it. But, yeah, they're going to easily win this series. At the end of the day, first of all, I saw LeBron on Gary Trent and good night. I don't – like, that's just ridiculous that, that – that matchup is even happening and second of all like i still don't understand their decision to not just post up why why is ad not just going to the lower block and just catching the ball every possession i I listened to a few podcasts this week and they did bring up what you brought up they're like does frank vogel is it frank vogel or does he just trust anthony davis to figure it out himself what what's happening there but i think at some point like even lebron you're the coach on the court like Say AD, go to the block. I'll throw it into you. Like this Literally, is the like, it's the same issue with with uh, do that and it works. It's the same issue with uh, the Sixers and Embiid. Embiid, when he's down low, can easily dominate a game, but for some reason, he kind of just floats to the outside on the perimeter, takes you know, a couple threes. I was thinking about that today, um, just because, like, obviously, when we we grew up, like, usually, you know, your big man, like, if you're gonna be winning an NBA championship, you have to have a big man or at least go to the finals. And it's gotten so much away from that to like where I don't know if this is the Warriors, but just three point shooting in general, like you're seeing across the NBA. Like, why do big men now feel like they have to have a three ball? Because I think mo- I think most team I think most teams stretch the floor. Like a big man, a big man can't even stay on the floor for a seven game series. Like you saw it a couple times in the past with Cantor. You've seen it with. Uh, I think Capella got ran off the court a couple of times, even though he's a more athletic big. But just having your big, you pull them away from the basket, and that happens every time. No, I'm fine with them being able to shoot threes and hit them occasionally. But, like, in a series like this, and, like, no shade to uh, the Blazers big men, but, like, dude, I'm if I'm Frank Vogel, throw Anthony Davis in the block literally every possession. I want him in the low block and at least touch the ball. Why would you not do that? No, they should, and I. They obviously did it tonight, and they did. And the they, series, got they won by forty. The series is tied one-one now. So let's jump to the series before the other one seed, the Bucks. I've been soured on the Bucks my, my all year. Magic. And see, Magic. They were plus thirteen in that first game on Tuesday, and the Magic led and beat the Bucks. They beat the brakes off of them. But here's why: that's another game one that you could have thrown it away and said that's a wash. Magic got one. How disrespectful is it that the NBA put a one seed, apparently your star player, Giannis, at a 10.30 a.m. start on that Tuesday? That's why I I seriously think the Bucs 
couldn't get up for that game because the no, game was at 10. No one was watching. For, for them, it's 1.30, right? Yeah, but Coast. still, that's the earliest game. That sucks. That's a slap in the face of the Bucks. How do, how do they decide who the schedule is? So every year there is, and it's usually the Eastern Conference. It's usually they throw – It's we people used to call it the NBA TV series. Like if you're on NBA TV during the playoffs, that's a trash-ass series. Yeah, but if you're the one seed and you have arguably the, the best, best player, player, that's what I'm saying. League. Yeah, it, it still works that way. But, I mean, the Bucks clearly were affected by it because the Magic whooped that ass. Well, so do you think this is just a bias again then because uh, Boston got prime time, didn't they? Yeah, Boston, Philly. And those are, I mean, two big markets. Like Orlando just isn't a draw at all. Well, it's and it's usually – That team is just like – I was looking at their roster and I know I made the hot take that like just because I think this bubble's a joke that the Bucks are going to lose, which after watching today's game, there's absolutely no chance they lose this series. The Magic's roster is ass. I, I mean, yeah, they haven't been relevant since Dwight Howard, I think. I mean, like... Give it, I, give it up for the best USC basketball player right now. It's got to be Vucevic. He's a monster, they, they, dude. They actually brought that up in the broadcast when I was watching today. No, DeRozan. No, I thought about this, but dude, Vucevic is, like, giving it to him. I, I will say, dude, he is such a, a skilled big man. It's insane. I remember He's him. Insane. I remember him at SC, but I didn't think. Obviously, SC hasn't had guys for a while, so I didn't think he was. No, be totally. Much. I thought the same thing. Like I remember when he was at SC, but I thought he was just another dude, and now he's like an NBA All Star. But I, I still like. I don't know. I watched the game today, and I just can't get over what happened to Mark Helfrichs. Oh, that. Well, that's another one. That's oh, actually a good. It's a good story, fine. though. Yeah. Nah. Yeah, it's awesome. So what happened in Philly, dude? I, I mean, I mean, I've heard of getting the yips and stuff in baseball. I know pitchers get that where they can't play the first base. But when have you ever heard of an NBA player not all of a sudden they can't chew? It is one of the most interesting stories. Like that could be a 30, 30, for thirty for thirty in itself. But what happened to it? Uh, I I don't know. Like, like there were those videos that were circulating on Twitter of like him airballing free throws, and then I think he tried to like switch up his shot completely it's just so weird to me and i'll never i like that i wish they'd do something better philly kind of handled it philly kind of handled it shitty putting it always in public though too yeah and i mean they were tanking but like at the but that's fine like you you see star players go to shitty teams in the nba and uh, teams up but the players still like like damn if you had something around him he'd be good he legitimately forgot how to shoot a basketball yeah and they passed on jason tatum to take folds so philly should be slapping themselves in the face but also though didn't they uh oh no actually who did they trade folds for i think philly got like a decent maybe Uh, not maybe i'm tripping they did trade him though and get someone was it a pick maybe it was nothing i don't know he's a first rounder i mean yeah i'd have to go back you would think but maybe that Maybe his stock fell so low because no one even knew if he could take a jump shot. But getting back to the Bucks, yes, Giannis is a monster. I actually love Giannis. I know he's like not – like he's just a gamer. That's why I love him. He's always chirping. He got suspended in the bubble for headbutting a guy. Uh, other than that, though, this is why I haven't liked the Bucks. I don't trust Eric Bledsoe. I think he takes – I don't. And Ebled used to be my guy when he was a bench player for the Clippers when he came up. But now him as a point guard and him just I, – I stopped liking him. Remember when him and Terry Rozier got into it in the playoffs? 
like last year or two years two, ago. Two years ago. They were chirping yeah. each other, and I was like, dude, like, come on, Bledsoe. So, this I, is my problem with the Bucks. He just takes too many I, shots, and he thinks he's he thinks he's a guy. I don't think no, he's No, I like, know. And, and he's a really good player, don't get me wrong. But this is my problem with the Bucks is, like, do they have Giannis, and he is he, like, a generational player 100% he's a matchup nightmare but like dude like what you're saying Bledsoe can't he's a dog that is your sixth man right like he can't be like I it's like I know he starts sometimes maybe not all no nah, the he's there he's their starter oh does he start over he's their starter it's uh, it's another thing though like if you if you stop Giannis how much trust do you have in the other guys and honestly they've as much as I've been down on the Bucks, it's like a Dwight Howard situation in Orlando when they built around Dwight just a bunch of shooters. Because, I mean, they have Chris Middleton. Who's been broke. In this yeah, play. he's been broke, but he's he's an all-star. They, well, they have, lost Brogdon. They, lo- they lost Brogdon. He's an indie. Uh, Brooke Lopez, though, he turned into a three-point shooter. Kyle Korver, one of the best shooters of all time. Korver, uh, DiVincenzo. I, apparently, a lot of talk, They've they're playing too many guys. They're going to have to shorten their rotation but i think they it's really just going to come down to do you take their role players over the other ones and can Giannis get off i mean we've seen teams try to defend them when they build that wall inside the paint but there's only so much you can do with that but in the east let's jump to the other series because i i'm a huge fan and i think we talked about it on two podcasts ago no i'm I'm not still not a jimmy butler guy uh i'm a i'm a raptors guy dude they're, they're kind of sick. They're such a weird team to me because you know what they are? It's like so crazy. And you just hate to – they are just – they are a team, dude. Yeah. No stars. Everyone knows their role, and their role players are so like – They're not even they're, – they're, they were role players when Kawhi was there, but now they're the guys. Like Fred Van Vliet is a fucking G, okay. dude. The fact that that guy is legitly a star. Ballin'. He's killing it. Someone said today, I forgot who it was, that they said their Raptors have the best guards in the NBA, which I disagree with. Uh, Yeah, I I wouldn't count on Lowry. But the the crazy thing is about that team is it's just like they're so well-rounded. Yeah. You know what I mean, like, and a, and by all accounts, a lot of people say they have the best coach in Nick Nurse. So I a hundred, I I will, I will hundred percent call this right now. Not that it's like any big thing. If the Bucks see the Raptors, yeah, the Raptors are beating that ass. I agree. I because agree. you're gonna, they are gonna whoop that ass. I'm trying to think. They have they have dudes to throw at Giannis. Like they'll throw Siakam. Yeah. They need scoring out of Siakam, but they got uh, Ananobi. Put Siakam on him. Ananobi, uh, Ibaka's even athletic, but even Ibaka, he gets taken. He gets I mean, taken off. Ibaka, you're not even relying him to score. But but like all. you said, they're a fucking team. Like they were together last year, and I actually heard this recently that yes, they lost Kawhi Leonard, but Kawhi's DNA is still on that team. Well, and and, and Danny Green, who was a big part yeah. of winning. But I I I love that team, and I agree with you. If it was Bucks Raptors, I would probably take the or Raptors because those guys had already been there. I think they have the better coach. It's the. Is it not like the? Would you even? Would you let? Would you let Giannis go off? Like, would you say you I'll let Giannis beat me and then like guard the other shooters? Like, focus on the nah, other guys. Nah, I'm. Well, this is what I'm gonna do because for some reason I had this weird like 
maybe I just watched a few highlights and I was like, damn, Giannis can hit, can consistently hit a three. Not true. Yeah. He cannot. Not that. He cannot. So what you just need to do is just keep him out of the paint. And then, yeah, anytime he goes to the paint, you throw a double and let someone else beat you. Yeah. That's right? what I'm yeah. I would, that's, that's probably the most interesting uh, matchup in the East. I still like the Celtics, but we're going to jump on to the other series that happened today. OKC, Houston. I actually, I went to a brewery and the guy was like, yeah, did you see Porzingis get uh, thrown out of the game last night? I bet it. I was riding the Mavericks all year and I was like, you got any, uh, you got any tips for OKC, uh, Houston? And he's like, man, I'm really feeling OKC. And this was game one and they got there. How drunk was this guy? Probably drunk. He worked at a brewery and he was giving out free beers. So I'm, I'm guessing he was drunk, but yeah, he told, he told me and Dill about OKC. Uh, minus, I think they're favored. Minus and one and a half. Let me guess who listened. Um, you always have. In, you always think that like if some random guy comes up to you at a bar, it's like, oh, this is like fate. Well, shit. I'll take any tips at this point because I can't win anything. But yeah, we took that one, and Houston blew out OKC in game one. It was a little closer today in game two. I think Harden had a bad game, and Houston still today, pulled it out. He couldn't hit shit yeah. for three. And Russell Westbrook. I just I love the guy. Play. Didn't play. He was on the bench. But Houston's up 2-0. I don't know how you feel about the Rockets, but they're doing something right. I said they were a sneaky pick to do it all. I just it'll be nuts if they win a freaking NBA championship yeah. without a center. I refuse. I refuse. Okay, so they'll go off some games. Don't get me wrong. And uh, Harden Westbrook, like that's just a ridiculous freaking guards to have on your squad but yeah. like and my d'antoni team will never win nba championship you heard it here first never what do you think i'm hearing rumblings that he might go coach zion and them boys what yeah you have inside sources in the nba yeah oh some guy came up to you at your brewery yeah that's rumblings <laughs> dude rumblings that guy that guy also that talked me into okc talked me into getting a triple ipa and I'm oh, never... so no wonder you thought this. Yeah, so I was I was drinking heavily. Game one, dude. Away. But what I'm saying is, and you have to agree with me. Like, at the end of the day, like, yeah, let's score a ton of points and we'll shit on all these like shitty teams, and maybe we'll go cold and lose a game. But like, dude, when they meet the like LeBron and AD, like teams are gonna dean you up, and, and they're gonna be playing no deal. And that was the first. That was the first uh, when they first traded Capella. And wanted to do this 6 Why eight. did they do that, by the way? Just this experiment of, like, let's go small ball? Yeah, Daryl Morey, GM of that team, just... He's the one that created this. Wasn't he the same one who said something about China? That guy has terrible decision-making. Yeah. But, um... Yeah, he just, wanted to, do, he just wanted to do the 3 and D thing. And the first game they played after trading Capella was against the Lakers... And they beat the Lakers, but that's one game. In a seven-game series, like, AD should probably average 50 points in the next series when they play the Rockets. That's what I'm saying. Like, who's who are they going to put on AD? Is Harden going to guard AD? I mean, one of my favorite players in the NBA, P.J. Tucker, is going to throw himself at him. Why? He's he's a great defensive player, that, but that's their guy. Like, they'll throw oh, him so at you him. Guys, you're going to have a 6'7", dude. You know what's crazy, though? I think Tyson Chandler's on their team on the bench, but never plays. There is no way. Is he still in the league? Yeah, you know who else? There's a lot of dudes in this bubble that I didn't even know were in the league. I'm going to gonna name off a couple t- uh, right now. So yesterday, Clippers, Mavericks, Trey Burke was going off. 
Dude, I totally didn't know he yeah. was on the Mavs. And he was out of the league, and I think had a cup of coffee with the Knicks, and the Mavs latched Dude, on, I and he, he went off. forget that time that we were visiting music, music in Northridge. And Trey Burke, I mean, it's so crazy to me also, and this also could be biased and bad, but like, there's always those guys in March Madness that you'll never forget, and he's one. That's why I literally, I'm not even kidding. I want to create a podcast. Dan Patrick has this thing called the next great podcast. I literally want to create a podcast of just college athletes that you will never forget. Because all Trey of us. Burks, Trey Burke's in there. Trey sure. Burke's in there. Tate Forcier. Dude. Denard Robinson. Like all these guys. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Like my it's favorite crazy. thing in sports is where are they now? Like I would love to have a podcast where I interview these people. Devin Devendorf. What's his name? Oh, Eric, Eric, Eric Devendorf. Like six, yeah, six overtime game. The white boy? Yeah. Where's Johnny Flynn? Johnny Flynn. See, that's well, everyone knows him because the Timberwolves fucking passed on Steph Curry and took Johnny Flynn. But like, no, but I'm just saying like, you could just do a podcast just on March Madness yeah, here. It would be great. That's why I literally, it's due next week and I might even change it. I was going to do uh, the names you've never heard, but the names you have heard, but never forget the names you have heard but where the fuck are they yeah and never forget like seriously march madness those guys get brought up all the time but anyways Dude, that's such a good idea we're, we're we're talking about uh the rockets yeah i don't i i don't know they probably they can't do it i I'm mean we've seen crazier things the yeah and then the other game today who started what did I, what, oh my favorite wait was that today Dude, are you losing track of time, dude? The Monday, like, I don't know what four games are playing today. So it was... I love that, though. Every other day, it's... I know, it's fucking beautiful. But you know it's going to change after the first round. Um, Who did play today? Oh, my favorite. Dude, I love this series. It's the best series. Uh, Denver Nuggets and Utah Jazz. I didn't like this series. I I love it because, dude, I I love the Nuggets. And that's another team. I think it was last year. Me and you talked about it last year. We're like, dude, I don't know some of these dudes on this team. And usually me and you always say, like, in the NBA especially, you will know each guy where they went to college. I don't have any minutes. Yeah. I don't have any fucking clue who Terry Craig is. I I don't have a goddamn clue who Monte Morris is. The Denver Nuggets are throwing dudes out there that are legit. And game one was phenomenal. Went into overtime. uh, Deb freaking Mitchell scored 57. I think he was the fourth player ever to drop 50-plus in a playoff game. And they lost. And Jamal Murray and Jokic took over in overtime. I had money on that game. I was stoked about that. But this series, it's 1-1. Conley returns after leaving because the birth of his kid. And this is another debate I'm talking about. Would you do that, by the way? So Dylan was like, dude, all power to him. Good for him. I was like, how many kids does he have? I would say, first of all, how many kids does he have? Second of all, have you heard of fucking FaceTime, dude? FaceTime, yeah. We live in the era. Yeah. Like, like, although, I don't know. This is a debate I have, though. So what seed even are the Jazz? It's it's 3-6. And I don't know who's who. So I'm sitting here and I'm like... If I'm the Jazz, I'm like, ah, eh, we're probably not even going to win. No, that. but at the beginning of this season, the Jazz was the hot pick to even be the NBA champion. Were they? Yeah. Like who? Jazz fans? They, they added Bogdanovich, and they added Mike Conley, and Conley came on the, late. I but... love that guy so much, by the way. Who? Bogdanovich. Like, I didn't think he's, he was that good. And then he, I... He's out for them, though. 
No, that's what I'm saying. And then uh, they, I heard interviews like, oh, they're down Bogdanovich. And I was like, who gives a fuck? Shooter, though. We know how much shooting means, dude. The Lakers are fucking yeah, terrible. that's man. true. But I love you this like, series. You I, like this series? Why? Just because they're so evenly matched? I think they're evenly matched. And I think they do. Another guy, the Nuggets, Michael Porter Jr., I remember him. He had the back problem, Dude, and the Nuggets crazy, the Nuggets took a flyer on him. He was supposed to be the number one pick. I think he dropped to fourteen, and that six foot ten. And I'm not comparing him to Durant, but the way he steps into threes, Dude. like he could get a shot off over anyone. No, he's not Durant, but I'm just saying. The fact that he could just no, step he's, into three, he's a and, ball he, player. and he has a stroke, dude. Like that jumper is pure. No, he looks good for sure. And I remember when he came back, didn't um, – Missouri, right? Yeah. Didn't he come back for the tournament? Like played like one game. I don't. I don't think so. Horrible. I thought they. I thought they sat him out. I think he came back for one game and he just looked terrible. And I was like, damn, there's it goes another guy to a knee injury. But shit, he has came back. But speaking of Murray, I love Murray too. He's a shooter at Kentucky. You knew like right away this guy can shoot the basketball. He's going to be good in the NBA. Uh, Jokic is just blows my mind how good he is. And you even were like, dude, this guy plays point guard. I'm like, yeah, dude, they literally run the offense through him. Um, but here's a question for you. What tandem would you take Donovan Mitchell, Rudy Gobert, Doncic, Porzingis, Murray, Jokic. You can throw some others in there if you want. Uh, as far as like a big and small, or I'll I'll even not even big and small. I'll give Dude, you I'll give you Tatum. I'll give you Tatum and Jalen uh, Jalen Brown too. No, no, I don't want that one. A hundred percent. I mean, fuck. This has been my thing is that I fucking hate Euro players being a Kings fan. But, dude, Donchick and Porzingis are sick. And Donchick is another guy just like uh, Giannis. Like, he's not taking shit from anyone. Dude, they are sick. It's, but, yeah. I but, you know, I like, Go, I like Gobert. He does few things. You know what he's good at. He's going like, to block shots and dunk the basketball. I agree with you with that. I will, I lost all respect for Gobert when he cried and he didn't make the all-star team. Done. I thought you were going to bring up COVID and I was going to be like, dude, don't go there. That guy's oh, no, like, I'm he's fine been with him joking about that. I mean, he didn't know the, the severity of what was going on. And all the, the things in the media about that, yeah. Donovan Mitchell like didn't like him and wanted him traded because of that. Like, dude, no one knew what COVID was then. Do you, do like, you like Mitchell? Mitchell? I'm still, I know, I know he just dropped 57, but can Mitchell be the best player on a finals team? I know he's young. I always Dude, ask this any, question. Anyone who drops 57 can be. You think? Yeah. Anyone who's uh, – granted, it's in the bubble, dude. See, this is the thing. Know. You have to take any bubble game with a grain of salt. You did drop but, 57 and lost. But, dude, uh, yeah, I dude, just – I like him. Side note, um, love the Nuggets, not because of their team. God damn, the Kings are the biggest botch artists. Mike Malone. Mike Malone, dude. That guy is a fucking – DeMarcus Cousins, who has hated every coach he's ever had his entire life, liked Mike Malone. Like, that's all I need to know. He was devastated when we got rid of, when we fired him. Yeah, he's doing work in Denver. It, is Denver a team that you could think? Like, how do they match up with the Lakers? I think we're just going to compare every team against the Lakers, but even I though the Clippers right. might be the favorite. Uh, Are they match up better than probably anyone else, but still lose. They just it, Dude, at the end of the day, like, we're, in the, we're the NBA – it's not any other league. It's Jokic. Jokic, your first AD would be sick, though. That would be a good matchup, but it's star power, dude. Okay, so you have Jokic on AD, and then who guards LeBron? 
Michael Porter, six foot ten. Uh, yeah, he gets abused. Terry Craig, just throw dudes at him. This is all I'm saying is that at the end of the day, the NBA, we're at a point. Usually, what do you mean we're at a year, point? Usually, the best fucking player wins. Exactly. Like if you have the best, if you have the best player going to the finals, if you have the best, like, like the Lakers, they have the best two two players, in, in at least in the top five, right? Yeah. If it's in LeBron or top top player, because you're probably going to change. So who do you have? Although, the Clipper, the Clippers will. I like the Clippers beating the Lakers only because they have two top ten players and their role players are way better than the Lakers. Yeah, AD might average 40, or he might have to average 50 in that series. No one could guard him. Absolutely no one. Um, also, that, really not, quick, though, you can watch the game tonight. Am I new to this? And I, I granted, this is the NBA in general. LeBron bitches every time down the floor. Yeah, dude, it's every player, though. It's every player. LeBron, it, yes, he does, but it's every single player. Everyone tries to say this. It's every single player. They bitch yeah, all the time. Nuggets or Jazz, who would you take? Um, dude, I really think it's a toss-up. If I would have to pick, I would probably say the Nuggets because I just I, I think Mike Malone is a fucking great coach. Yeah, Quinn Snyder's a good coach too on Utah side, but I I really don't know. It is a toss-up from game to game. It, they honestly might just trade wins back and forth until. No, I would, I I don't think I could. As far as betting goes, I'm saying. Far the fuck so we talked about Toronto. They're going to roll through the nets. I don't – Karis LeVert and a bunch of – literally just – they got a team together on the fly. It's like an Dude. AAU ball club that just ran out of kids. That nets team, man. Yeah. Bad. Talk about it. Talk about a team where you you go through their roster and try to figure out what college they went to. Yeah, Jesus that's Christ. tough. Karis LeVert, Michigan, that's all I know. So we know that one. Bucks, we said they're going to roll through the magic after losing game one. Philly, Celtics, Celtics up 2-0. Celtics are about to absolutely kill off the Sixers. Brett Brown is getting fired. I don't know who's going to coach there. Uh, Ben Simmons out with his knee injury. It's been Embiid. Embiid is good, but like I said, he floats out. He could be so dominant, but that team just, they don't have it, and the Celtics are going to kill him off. They might trade a guy. I definitely think Brett Brown, he's not surviving. So that series, if it doesn't end in four, it'll end in five. I love Jason Tatum. I love Jalen Brown. I love Kemba Walker. I think the Celtics have a say in the East. Truly. Oh, totally. Well, they're they're another prime example of like they're just like a team. I mean, yeah, I guess you can say Jason Tatum is their star, but they, they just are well-rounded. They're the, they're the only team that has three guys averaging over 20 points. Unfortunately for them, though, how long is Gordon Hayward out? Four weeks. Has he had his kid yet? I know that's a thing we have to say. I don't know. Is it a boy? Did he last the time, bubble? Was it a, he was about to have another kid. Yeah, so was, it a, was it a boy? Because he was devastated last time. No, right? I think this is the girl that he was devastated uh, about. Yeah, I don't I don't know. But four weeks, yeah. Um, Speaking of know. that, I mean, I know that's old. So say you set up that thing and he has that reaction. Like, don't post that video. Dude. No, yeah, that's bad. Was it or they thought it was funny. Posted? Yeah, it was probably his wife. Or they thought it was funny. Um, the last East series is... Um, who's it's the last my heat. One? Oh, Heat. I'm going to keep saying it. And I kind of want to like him because he is like... That's another... like They are for sure following and running through a brick wall for Jimmy Butler. I just don't like the way he ended things in... Minnesota, dude. Why are you so against Jay? Because I heard, because dude, he had an interview. Rachel Nichols literally flew from LA 
to do the job. By the way, do they have something going on? Rachel Nichols is married, well, right? Stop. Yes. Um, okay, well. Uh, but she flew from L.A. to Minnesota that same day that he had his practice where he was playing with the second team and scored every bucket, or actually maybe I think he passed every time and didn't score and beat Carl Anthony and Wiggins. And maybe they were little bitches, but, dude, come on. You had this interview set up so you could get out of there. Basically, this is his third team, okay? And usually that doesn't bode well when you're on your third team unless you're LeBron James. You can go anywhere you want and win. So I like to hate Duncan Robinson, maybe my favorite player. He's undrafted. And get Dude, this. I did a deep dive on him. Do you know his background? Yeah, I know he went to a small school. and then He went to a D3. D3 He's the only Michigan. player ever to go to a D3 for a year and then get a full ride to a D1. Yeah, he's at Michigan and the cool, cool, coolest name in sports. Duncan. Yeah, Duncan is a pretty No, but name. think about it. You never even think about it. Just think about it for a minute. What, D-Rob? I think his dad was a Spurs fan. How sick is that, bro? Think Wait, about no it. No way. I think about it. He Twin went on. Towers? Yeah, Duncan Robinson. Like, that's one of the coolest sports names You're ever. You're just making things up. He went on Dan Patrick. I'll go back. Three weeks ago, he was on Dan Patrick. It was a good interview. And I think this man his, is from New York. His dad was not a fucking Spurs fan. Have you he, ever met a Spurs he, fan? He could have been. He could have been a big. Uh, no, answer that. Have you ever met a Spurs fan ever? I'm trying to think. Thank I've, you. <laughs> yeah. No, you know what? You know what? I will say this: if you've ever ran into a foreign who now lives in the United States but moved here as a young kid or maybe in his teens or whatever, I worked with a guy who is get this. He's a huge sports fan, so he moved here. I forgot where. Maybe Ecuador. And he's a Patriots and Spurs fan. Why? I get Patriots like they're the dying. Well, I guess the Spurs are we're if you're, solid. If you're going to be a Patriots fan, you might as well. Yeah. It just makes sense to be a Spurs fan. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Actually, isn't um, shit. That chick that used to work for ESPN is a Spurs fan randomly. Who used to do NBA games? Summer. Summer? Uh, no, maybe not. Her name's not some fuck. I don't know. The blonde girl that used to do some NBA tennis. Oh, uh, Michelle Beadle. You're good. Michelle Beadle. Shit. Yeah. yeah she's yeah, she's, she's the only Spurs fan in the world. Yeah. That's no. Right. And Skip Bayless. All right. Anyways, I, no, I can't believe I mentioned that fucking guy's name on this podcast. Anyways, uh, let's talk about this one to go final. Clippers. Dude, I can't focus when Eric walks out here in his freaking underwear. <laughs> He's always in his underwear. All right. Let's, let's finish on Clippers Mavs. Uh, do you think Mavs got a chance or no? I don't like talking about the Mavs, dude. You know this. I know. It's tough for you. But, hey, Kings have – they have, they're on the rise right now. Vladi Divac stepped down and Peja stepped down. So they're oh, just – the Oh, sick. We have the 12th pick so we don't have to ruin someone's career. This draft is soft anyways. If you don't have a top three yeah. pick, you might as well True. not have a pick. Uh, do you think the Mavs have a chance? I would love to see Luka knock these. Have a chance to beat the Clippers? Out. Get the fuck out of here. Luka is getting, dude. Luka is that guy. I love. Luka. He's that set. He's, he scored seventy points in his first two games. I most okay, ever like in in the bubble. So asterisk. Forty two points in his NBA playoff debut. Another record. He's breaking records every day, and it's so it, dude. He might be the most fascinating player to watch. It's twenty four hour fitness. To the max. It's a guy, if you literally went to 24-hour fitness at 9 p.m. when they're pickup time and just took out the best player, took out the best white dude you could find and shot him up with steroids. I was going to say, except he's six, like 10. Yeah, so get the best white player and shoot him up with human growth hormone and Barry Bond steroids and you get Luka Doncic. 
So the more I watch him, the more I'm just like, Jesus Christ, this guy's fucking unreal. Um, but I have two things that, okay, one, obviously I just want to hate him because the Kings passed on him and could have totally transformed our franchise or he would have ruined his career. But the other thing is, do you ever have that bias where you go and see someone play live and that's all you think about? Yeah, that's when, Patrick, when, your when, friend, Patrick Hollerup, who you live with uh, forever. Thanks, John Wall's the best basketball player of all time. Thanks, who? John Wall. He saw John Wall live once, and he won't shut up about see, it. See? See? So I have the opposite. When me and you went to uh, watch them – oh, no, it wasn't me and you. It was, it was you and Christian. Christian. Yeah. Me and Christian went and saw the Lakers. And you were you were basically like six rows back, too. We were, When me and Christian were yeah. there? Yeah. Yeah, I know. We were like – the guy couldn't make a fucking bucket and looked fat. Oh, I, that way? I'm, I thought you were going the other way. You see a guy and you're no, like, dude, he might be the best. He, like, he played fucking terrible. And I was just like, see, dude, how is this guy? But it's like, dude, the more you watch him, it's just his. Yeah, he's his good. Passing, I, his passing more than anything is ridiculous. I hope they I hope they take it to six or seven games. Like, he is good enough. Like I said, I mean, they're relying on guys like Trey Burke, Tim Hardaway Jr., just cast off guys. Who is Finney Smith or something? I – Three times a game, at least three times a game, get them mixed up with Tim Hardaway Jr. The ten and the eleven, I, I think they're number ten and number eleven. And it looks the same. I don't know why, but I don't. I don't know. That's another guy. There's so many dudes in this bubble. Shout out to DJ Augustine. Been in the league for about thirty. There's no years. way that guy's still playing. Starting point guard for the Magic. Been there oh, for about the thirty years. Uh, there's other guys who I'm just like blown away by in this league. Udonis Haslam still on the no. bench. Still on the bench in uniform for Please. Miami. Yeah. He's on the heat still? Yeah, 305, dude. dude he, is, does if, that guy have a lifetime contract? Let's just say, if we're going to say anything on this podcast, for real, Pipple is no longer Mr. 305. Oh, you know dude. you know, Haslam went to high school in Miami, right? No, I, I, dude, I know the yeah. whole Haslam story. At this point, when he does finally leave the team, they literally just have to have a statue and put it on the end of the I don't think he's ever going to leave the team, dude. They're going to literally let him sit on the bench for years. It's like let him be their twelfth man for fucking. It's like when it's like when LeBron was in Miami and Jawan Howard was like slowly had his uniform on and then eventually went to his suit and became like in a coach. Totally, but dude, do we? It's been so long. I don't even remember when he played. Uh, yeah, I can't remember last time he played. He's he's fucking awesome though. I love. Does he still have cornrows? Yeah. No. Uh, he might have a shaped head. Steph Curry has cornrows, and I actually love him. I think yeah, he, he actually looks really yeah, good. Yeah, he looks actually, fun. His I beard looks clean. Dive. I don't know how you feel about this, but uh, first of all, Damian Lillard recently has, like, turned into Steph Curry. And I went on a, a deep dive today on Steph Curry highlights. Holy fuck. Yeah, people can't forget that guy. I think in the group chat uh, last night, they, like, forgot about Steph Curry. They were already talking about Lillard. Yeah. I'm like, dude, don't. Don't I was like, damn, is Lillard the new Steph Curry? And then I went and watched Steph Curry highlights. There is no fucking no Steph. shot, no shot. Uh, what other? I think we covered basically all the series. We covered right? basketball. The only baseball oh baseball. News. No, I want to. Yeah, I want to talk about this though. So there's unwritten rules. And me and Dylan talk about it, and I like unwritten rules because they always start fights. Uh, literally always. There's always a fight yeah. because of unwritten rules. So this week, Fernando Tatis, they were playing the Rangers. They were up seven. Uh, 3-0 pitch. He swung, took it oppo, home run. And this is why, and I think, I don't know if this goes longer than 45 minutes on Zoom. I didn't pay for it. I hope it does. Uh, 
But this is why managers need to not wear uniforms. Because this is only a big deal because the Rangers manager, who was in a uniform, looked so upset. He's also the Dodgers' uh, thir- or third base coach for the last three years, Chris Woodward. Who is it? He was the Dodgers' third base coach for the last three seasons. He's the manager for the Rangers. How now. does he look in a uni? What's his name? Uh, he's younger, so he looks like he could, like he's in his early 40s. He looks like a player. Yeah, uh, but this is my issue. The managers are the ones that make this an issue because they're the old school guys and they say you can't swing on a 3-0 count it's showing up your opponent when you're up by this amount of runs. So he Chris. says it. And then the problem is the Padres manager also agreed and said Tatis should have had a take side and shouldn't have done it. And it's like this guy's the best in the game. 3-0 pitch, like every right to swing if it's right down the fucking uh, middle. This is one I don't agree with. This is a shitty unwritten rule. You know me, dude. Unwritten rules are a fucking joke. You guys are professional athletes. There should be no sportsmanship in professional athletics. You guys are paid to entertain. Yeah, well then, yeah, why do they take knees in football, though? Because you just want to get the fuck out of there with the win. You don't want to risk doing anything. I guess you get hurt injuries out there. Injuries or throwing a pick six or fumbling. That's why you do that. But anyways, dude, then... uh, who is the pitcher? Uh, don't fucking don't fucking throw down the middle. Yeah, dude. and and I like how a lot of players. So these coaches came out with this and said Tatis, and I hate how Hosmer pulled Tatis aside and said I'll talk to him um, about what yeah. getting a fucking home run. Exactly, but but a lot of pitchers. Trevor Bauer, he's become like the voice of the MLB. He I fucking love out, that guy, by the way. Yeah, I've, I've come full circle on him. Uh, he came out and defended Tatis, said the only thing he did wrong was apologize. Another pitcher came out. I forgot who it was. Maybe Shane Bieber said, like, 3-0. Dude, this like, is the second time we, we brought up Shane Bieber. Is that our guy? He's a stud. He's my guy. Uh, but he came out, and he said that's one of the first things I look at. Like, if a guy, his swing percentage on 3-0 pitches, like, I'm not grooving one. If a guy swings 3-0, like I'm just not throwing it right down. But also explain this to me. Okay, so it's 3-0, sick. If you throw a hittable pitch, why should I let that go? I don't get that. That's why I I don't agree with this unwritten rule. You know what I do agree with? Unwritten rule. And it's always been one. And speaking of a 3-0 pitch, I didn't know this was a thing until two or three years ago. The Dodgers were playing the Miami Marlins and – we hit a home run on a 3-0 pitch. And I didn't even know. It wasn't a grand slam. Tatis was, was a grand slam, however you want to take it. But 3-0 pitch, Dodger swung away, hit a homer. And then poor guy, I think he got called up maybe three days before. I forget his name. Um, but he got hit right in the ribs. And it was clearly... Oh, the pre- guy after? Yeah, the Dodger center fielder hit right in the ribs. Oh, fuck that. Maybe his name was Eibner, Abner, something. I'm pissed. Oh, so not. you're saying the guy... After who doesn't, yeah, so like Machado, so this is all one who gets punished, yeah. So in the Padres game, when after Tatis hit it, Manny Machado got a ball thrown right behind him. But the Dodger guy took a shot to the ribs. Next, any, and this is why I fucking love Ross Stripling, leadoff hitters, John Carlos Stanton. And first pitch, Great guy though, first pitch, Stripling throws a fucking ball, same way, right fastball, right behind him to say, Hey, and Stanton fucking took his bat and said, What the fuck's up. A brawl started. Matty Have you Lee. seen Stanton, dude? Yeah, he's a monster. He yeah. gets hurt too much for me. But, yeah, it started a huge brawl, but Stripling was even like, dude, you're going to throw at us when we're up, like, because we swung at a 3-0 pitch. But an unwritten rule I do agree with, and I think Tatis did it the next day. I don't know the score, but you do not fucking steal a bag 
when you're up by six plus runs. Yeah, you don't, and especially third, like you don't steal a bag when you're up by six runs. That's padding the stats. Like that's an uh, that's an eye guide. Like what's one run gonna do? You're already up by six. Like even when you're down in baseball, if you're down by six runs and you try to steal a bag, Verdugo did it the other day, Yankees Red Sox, and you get out, like you're gonna get benched for that. You're gonna get benched. Like if you're one, I got told that when I was in. in, you, in baseball. you contradict yourself, though, because then at the end of the day, you also say, like, the game's not over until the last out, right? It's not, but, like, that's one That's one run. That's one run. Like, you're just uh, still in that bag. is For some reason, for me, that's, like, showing it up. Like, that's just you. Like, that's even showing up your own teammates. Like, let me get my stolen base right now. Fuck I'm just yeah. one if run. You can, if you can steal that base, fuck that. Why would you no. not? Well, it's it's one run, dude. What's that? One, like, no. Oh, what's run one run? The difference. No, but that's still in second. Like, you're not you're not still in home. You're still in second. You're still in third. Like, I don't I don't I don't like the song. Baseball fans are so weird. Where you guys like draw the line? This is what I say. I love it, but the unwritten rules. It fucking starts shit, which is awesome. Well, you, just, I love it. you just love any confrontation. I do. I love you. The I'm funniest not, thing is that in real life, you yeah. are, avoid confrontation at all costs, but you love to watch I was just about to say that. I'm the most unconfrontational guy who loves confrontation. I was going to say, anytime there's confrontation with you, you do whatever it is possible to not be involved, but you, A, love watching confrontation, and B, love instant. Oh, you stole, A, you stole second base. From, congrats. Congrats, bro. You stole second base. You're up six runs. I don't give a fuck, Okay. <laughs> If you hit a home run, that's cool. You hit a home but run. What's your, by that's the way, a dinger. Just because we're on this topic, what's your obsession with seeing professional athletes fight or like talk shit? It shows passion, aggression. It's like so all there. Isn't it showing passion that you want to fucking steal that bag and get to home? Dude, Listen, dude. if I'm pitching, steal it, steal it on me, please. If, if, seriously, if I was a pitcher and I, I, if you stole that base on me, I'm literally picking you off and throwing it right at you. Right at you. And I love when pitchers person. do that. Joe you're Kelly. The most unconfrontational person ever. You're gonna look at him and then look the other way and you're throw you're back to throwing meat. You can't you can't tell the difference on a swing in three oh and then stealing a bag. Not at all. Dude, I don't draw the line with anything. I think if you're a professional athlete, anything goes, dude. There's no there's nothing I do, I, I do agree with that. Like I love it. Like remember Pete Carroll faked the fucking knee and let Barkley go fucking deep on UCLA? Dude, I don't give a fuck score a hundred on him. Well, but I'm gonna take a knee. It, oh, dude, if you <laughs> I, Yeah, I guess, I guess, I guess. But at my at the end of the day, dude, like I've always felt this way. College football should always run it up because they get judged off of Freaking. Well, that's why that's why they do. Well, the BCS did be, yeah. when the BCS thing was going. But even now, college, on that. yeah. But dude, at the end of the day, we're playing fucking sports. If if I can score, then stop me, dude. Sorry. Oh, you stole base up eight to two. Congrats, it, dude. It's a Had those stats, but it's funny though because it, it it there's unwritten rules in all sports. Like we saw it in. Remember the Kansas uh, Kansas State brawl this year. What do you mean? Which one? The college basketball. When he stole the ball late, which is ratty as fuck. When you're oh, when you're dri- when you're when you're dribbling out, I'm for sure gonna block you and stand over your ass. That, okay, that is the one. See, there <laughs> is unwritten rules in every sport. 
That's one you don't do when I'm dribbling it out. Technically, that is an unwritten rule, but dude, that was a ratty ass move, dude. Yeah, it is when you're dribbling out and you, someone steals it. And then the funny thing is, he stole it, tried to go for a layup, and that guy blocked the shit out of it. Dude, yeah, I guess. Dude, unwritten rules, fuck unwritten rules. If it's a rule, it should be in the fucking rule book. That's the only rules you should abide by. Hey, let the players police the game, dude. Exactly. Just don't throw it the head. Brian McCann is somewhere just pissed off. Oh, yeah. he's Fuck that guy. He's not the fucking police. That fool probably flew into San Diego or wherever they were fucking playing and fucking was waiting in the dugout. Oh, you know he would have stood at home plate fucking waiting to punch him. Literally. Anyways, good podcast. As of right now, uh, who would you have going to the NBA championship? I've watched a lot of NBA games. Um, in the East, my Heat. You're still riding the Heat? I love the Heat, dude. Drogage, 50 years old? Love, I fucking love the Heat. Is Drogage 50? I don't know. I still remember him when he was like on the Suns backing up Steve Nash. I fucking love the Heat, dude. Wasn't he on the Spurs too? Oh, no, he dropped. I No, I think Nash got hurt and he came in and dropped 40 against the Spurs. Yeah, he ball. I think it was just on the Suns and then maybe the Heat. And then out west. Clips, Lakes. Clips or Lakes. Clippers. You trust Paul George? Dude, the guy had one bad game and everyone's going to fucking be up his ass. Like... Dude, the guy because he's, chirp, he's chirping D Lillard and has no right to. Uh, didn't they settle that beef, dude? They apparently did, and not in the bubble. Dude, I don't know, man. I just need to go to bed. It's fucking hot in this apartment. Yeah, I know. I got a sweatshirt on. Anyways, good times. 53 Bones minutes strong. Thanks for coming on, dude. Love you, dude. Exit out fast, though. What? Not like last time. Exit out fast. Wait, wait what were you saying? Nothing, dude. Later, love you. Later, man, later. Love you. Wow, did Get you out. say love you? Yeah, you said I love you. I said it back. Get out. Oh. Damn. So you look now like it's awkward. Now it's awkward. So do you do you actually or were you just saying because I said it? No, dude, we did this last time. You sign off and then I si- do my sign off. If it lets right, me, well, it's 53 you. strong, man. Don't say I love yeah. you again, dude. We're not doing too good. <laughs> And there you have it. Devin Raw joining the podcast. Thank you all for listening. NBA Playoffs. Full steam ahead. I'm fired up. Lakers won tonight. It's a 1-1 series. Dallas and Clippers, 1-1 series. I think the Western Conference more competitive than the East, like always. Dodgers won seven straight, then dropped one. Then Clayton Kershaw went into Seattle and struck out 11. He's second all-time in the all-time strikeout list for the Dodgers. Still vintage. Dodgers are rolling. Mookie's still the best player in the game. Maybe outside of Mike Trout. But anyways, I hope you guys have a great weekend. You can follow me on Twitter at 10 after 7. Or on the Instagram at 10 underscore after underscore 7. Shout out to my pops. It's his birthday today. I wouldn't be doing a sports podcast if it wasn't for him. That's how I love sports. He gave me all the knowledge, all the passion I have for this. So happy birthday to him. I'm out. Woo! Go Dodgers.